Show coming to you live each weeknight at midnight Eastern, nine Pacific, for about an hour each night. We talk about guns. Got a couple of I'm gonna just call calling you regular hosts. We got Angelina jumping in from California. Thanks for joining. Hello. Got uh, Cycle Camp jumping in from the East Coast on Connecticut in Connecticut. Uh, good evening, all you uh, gun show people. And then we got uh, Gary jumping in from the middle of the country in uh, Kansas. Thanks for joining. Good evening. Thanks for the invite. I'm down here in Arizona, and we have some links out there to others, so we may see more people joining in. And again, we just so I talk about guns each night. Uh, we have a little bit of a schedule or uh, things to talk about on Fridays. We usually try to talk about the industry and about tech, where uh, the technology is going. And uh, of course, we like to talk about a gun shop every day, uh, gun movie usually, and uh, some history, and whatever the conversation goes so we've got some people out there that again have links if you want to join in feel free otherwise thanks for the people that are joining us in the text chat we watch the text chats over on gun channels community we built five years ago it's uh four shooters by us we built it so it's all gun friendly and we have a conversation about guns there pretty much 24 7 so of course we're watching the comments that are live over there as well as uh what's happening on gun channels or i mean on uh the call again YouTube. So anything happened in any of the warm-up shows that's worth talking about? Anything exciting happened in your lives? No, not me. Uh, I mean, I've had an exciting week, I guess, but nothing today. That's good to hear. It's always good to have exciting weeks. Yeah. I only tuned in to two of them. I caught a piece of match. Uh, chat where uh they're bribing them with some kind of a special video processor so they can start playing games so now i'm concerned that match chats are going to devolve into game playing just like uh hickox kids did there for a while and the other one i watched uh, i watched most of uh the one you were on just a minute ago with uh you know ask everybody everything and i i thought there were some pretty good comments in there well, but other than that, I, I spent most of the day working on my motorcycle today, so my back is really sore and I'm sweaty and grouchy. But other than that, I'm doing good. And then you got a trip coming up? No, I, I uh, because I've had that problem with the uh, starter relays not kicking in properly, and I've been hesitant to take the bike out. So uh, the the one that I would have gone to would have been a week from now, and all the sites filled up already, so I can't go. So, but I'll I'll get out there again, and no big deal. Gary, what's been happening in your neck of the prairie? Well, I pretty much watched the same evening shows as uh, Cycle Camp did, but I have been 
spending most of the day getting everything set up for our family's annual family reunion tomorrow, which I'm in charge of. So I was getting a tub together, get everything packed up that I'm going to need to haul and uh, making sure I have all the I's dotted and the T's crossed. I know it's not the most exciting thing in the world, but there it is. Any kind of two-way stuff happening in a family reunion in Kansas? I wish I could say there was, but no. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Maybe like a BB gun thing or something. Well, I'll have mine. I don't know about anybody else. Your BB no. gun or something? Else? No, 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 no. A real gun. Oh, okay. We need to talk about BB guns sometimes. Sometime. I got them too. Like yeah, my my sister fired a gun since the first time she got her license uh this last couple days ago she uh she's never actually she's got her carry permit but she never actually used it for anything and she came out to one of our matches and at the end of the match we set up some stuff for her for her to shoot she did not she did not like the 45 she did like the 22 which kind of i sort of expected it because she's a bit of a wimp but i think she'll I, I think if she uh you know does it more i think she might get into it this is my younger sister my older sister loves to shoot Okay, a couple of things. We got Patriot snuck in there. It's not a Patriot. Hey, thanks for the invite. And then uh, a couple of things. Cycle, I forgot the first thing I was going to ask you, but I was waiting, and I'll think of it when I'm not trying to think of it. But what's it like with the sibling? We've always talked about, or people talk about trying to teach a, a spouse to shoot, and it's not a good idea, or blah, blah, blah. So is it the same thing with the sibling? Because I can imagine young siblings, maybe not so much, but adult siblings, is it like better to have somebody else teach her or is she just no big deal? Well, I think my old, us three kids, we were involved with guns when we were little. I mean, little, little, like, you know, seven, eight, six, seven, eight. But only, only, you know, it was like shoot, shoot the woodchuck that's eating our garden kind of thing. Um, and I'm really the only one that stuck with it. Um, but my older sister shoots, actually, she shoots pretty well. And I just had to bring a selection of guns out for her to try. Um, my younger sister didn't really shoot very much when she was little and her, she's married now. So I let her husband worried about that stuff. Generally speaking, I will say that shooting firearms is like teaching somebody to drive. Do not ever do it to somebody. Don't ever try to teach somebody that you're related to. It's just a bad idea. I taught my sister how to shoot. It went okay. I mean, I, I'm sure it it can work out for a lot of people, but like you know, I. I'm just, I guess I'm just not patient enough for that stuff. And, and, uh, it's, uh, it, it doesn't work out well, but, uh, you know, most, I don't have any trouble with other adults. So I, I, you know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just cause, uh, you know, I just approach it differently or something. I don't know. I've never had a problem with any, any of my friends taking them out to the range and shooting and my daughter. I mean, I taught my daughter to shoot and that was no problem. But the sisters are another story. I, it's not a good idea. Sisters are difficult, so I get that. So Angelina just bought stuff off the store, so you didn't get to hear the ding because I was over there trying to figure out what Cycle said earlier to remind me what 
the other thing I was going to talk about, but I can't remember. So, uh... Well, I got almost all the parts for that HM2. I'm only missing a couple small parts, and I'll be able to put that on the air. Right now. So it, oh, cost, it, ran, it ran about another 100 bucks for all the for all the different parts I had to buy. But uh, they, they did come back. A lot of the ones that I needed came back in stock, and now I'm just missing a couple pins and some screws. So this was uh, kind of a, basically a barrel sitting in a stock almost that uh, Cycle grabbed off of me to help me raise funds to get back from Tulsa. And uh, that one, I was hoping it would be a project for somebody to put it back together and get it in working order. So it sounds like it took a little bit of effort, but you were able to. Yep, should be okay. Well, to, you know, when I get it all finished, I'll, I'll do a quick bit on it and all that stuff. All right, so um, what do we want to talk about today? So, uh, uh, industry tech. Take a, take suggestions from the uh, audience out there who have links. Night strike out there. Good night strike out. End is here. I've seen a lot of. Uh... A lot of videos. Uh, Travis uh, P11 has been putting up a lot of videos with very inexpensive scopes, and mm -hmm. I mean he he's paying like nothing for them. I mean, you know, like thirty nine, fifty nine bucks, and he's taking them out to two hundred yards. And while he doesn't shoot a lot, they seem to be holding zero pretty well. I was really impressed. You know, maybe this is just another, maybe this is just another uh, example of you know manufacturing technology now with the level of automation and all that kind of stuff, uh, make it easier to make a precision instrument like that and make it really cheap. Well, I don't know. Unless something has changed dramatically, I don't care what they perform like, they don't, they're not rugged, they break. So first time, and everybody says, oh, I don't throw my stuff around. So the first time he falls down, it's no good anymore. Can't see it. Those like primary arms optics are pretty affordable and they hold up kind of well. There's people out there, I'm sure by now, that are winging them around into the dirt and throwing them against trees and stuff. The primary arm stuff, yeah. I need this stuff, yeah. I mean, I dropped mine. I have one of those like micro red dot ones that they have with a sixty thousand hour battery life. That thing fell off a table and like landed right on it, and it was still on zero. Yeah, the only the only problem I've ever had with a uh, with an optic was was an old optic that I had on a British 303, and I took it to a match one time, and I'm trying to sight it in, and it, the gun is just all over the place. I just cannot get it sighted in. And it turned out that the ring that holds the, I'm not sure which, which lens is which, the, the, the lens that's closest to your eyeball, there's, a, there's a, a steel ring in back of that that keeps it, you know, clamped in. And that had started to back out. And every time you shot the gun, the lens was tipping a little bit. And so, of course, it changed the point of aim. But that's, I, I was able to fix it. I mean, I put some, I put some, uh, some uh, thread lock on it and put it back together and it was fine. But that shit, that scope must have been, God, my, my nephew used that scope to shoot his first pig when he was about 12 and he's like 40 now. So that, and, and, and that was at a new scope when I had it. So that, that, that thing must have been 30, 40 years old. 
like an old Bushnell or something. How many rounds did it take you to like figure out that's what the problem was? Oh, I I, I never I figured it out when I got home. Well, I I ended up borrowing somebody else's gun to finish the match, and when I got home, as I was taking the gun out of the out of the uh, you know when I was at home where it was quiet, when I took the gun out of the case and tipped it, I could hear it go click, and I said, "What the hell is that?" And that's when I took it apart. Okay, at least it was fixable though. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. All right, well, what else do we have about tech? Well, they're talking about server holsters out there, and I don't want to get into that. So instead, I'd like to ask Patriot. You were uh, asking in the chat yesterday when CloverTech had the um, Austin on from Unstreamer. You were asking about the keep uh, the cap keep comp compatibility of their system with readers. So would you give us some insight as to what it's like running a PC, running a computer for you, you're down? Yeah, I just use a screen reader. Uh, low vision blind people, um, it basically reads text that's on your screen. Um, and you navigate using your keyboard if you're using a PC. Like right now, I'm on my uh, nasty iPhone, um, and it has voiceover. That's where uh, I think when Clover mentioned it to him, because I got an email from him back from Austin, and he was asking what about the voice commands, and that was what I was using. So, but usually just use a keyboard. Um, I can use the mouse and that kind of stuff, but basically you just navigate line by line or headings, and depending on if it's set up nice, you know, it, it goes pretty quick. But that's why it's been so long that I, I haven't used my PC for chats because you can hear the back feed of, of the software talking and it sounds like i don't know you can hear it and so i, I had some issues the uh, first chat i went on first lobby uh, ghost they were thinking it was somebody watching a movie on fast forward you know the old vhs but so i use the phone and it works out better okay so not so much the text or the chat specifically then but just you know you turn on your pc it's a uh, windows over mac or does it matter or do you use a mac I can use either. I at home I use uh, mostly Windows, but okay, it so turned on and uh, the accessibility options are just on right away for you. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've set it up that way. I mean, it's all you know uh, through the settings and stuff. It can either come on when you first uh, log in, or you know, depending on if it's uh, multiple users or whatever, you can have it set up just for one user whenever they log in. Um, and so as soon as my computer turns on, it starts talking. It says, you know, I'm in a edit fields and form fields, that kind of thing. I can navigate through all those. And um, the computer is pretty quick. The phone, it gets kind of, there's a lag. Um, I use dictation when I'm in the text chat. Like I'm, and it kind of gives me... Uh, It'll read the chat to you? Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of distracting when you're trying to listen to somebody and you're kind of, so a lot of times I'm either focused mostly on the, you know, the panel or what's going on, or I'm kind of focused on the chat because, you know, there's two different voices going or multiples, but. I think um, I know quite a few people who are just fluent in keyboard commands for either illustration type of software. Um, yeah. 
manufacturing software. A lot of, you know, anybody that's gets really into software ends up doing keyboard commands. And I know some people that when we're after Windows and stuff where they wouldn't even touch a mouse for the most part. It, it was to it's a lot faster. Definitely. So you're just whipping around on tab and alt tab and then your voice prompt will come up and give you like a indication of where you are on the screen as you're tabbing through and you don't even have to listen to them to complete that I'm guessing. To get yeah, a, yeah you know. a lot of times I mean there's there's a lot of uh, hot keys that bring you to different form fields and stuff it's like with the, the chat that's why I don't go do the YouTube on the PC because there's there's a lot of extra stuff and that's when it starts give, giving you trouble when you have you know, flash video or ads that, that rotate the banners that are automatic because it pulls the focus from where you're at to the ad. And it's, you know, it kind of makes it a headache. Like I can't go to Bud's bunk, uh, gun shop because they have too many flash ads and I'll, I'll start typing and it'll pull me off and it'll put me up to the top or to the bottom or all over the place with their ads. So I pretty much, I, I wrote them emails and I don't deal with them because they, <laughs> it's not accessible. Oh. Something or did something. Appreciate that. There might be somebody bidding on the cards. I don't know what that thing was. But right now, Pickles got the cards. Pickles stole the cards from Angelina. So, <clears throat> with the um, uh, besides navigation or whatever, uh, do you find? I don't know. Is there sites that are better or worse? Then, is, do you find it difficult to to gather info or to surf, or is it, not a big deal? A lot. Of, I like obviously. I like going through text documents. You know, so so the websites that have a lot more you know information written out that way. You know, history that kind of stuff. I can kind of blast through it a lot faster. Um, some sites, you know, that that use you know the the proper you know headings and different things like that where you know, some pages you go to, they don't use headings. They use a lot of uh, graphics for buttons, but they don't use the alt text that describe what it is. That's and so I'll go, I'll go to a page and there'll be 20 buttons, you know, and I just have to practice and then I have to, you know, rename them. Because I have, you know, with my software, I can name things. So if, if I come across the, uh, you know, red stop sign button, you know, I don't know it's a red stop sign because they didn't label it, but it's to stop the program or, you know, if it's a video or something, I can rename it. But so, yeah, it, it takes a while. I mean, there's some sites that I like a lot better. Um, there's several apps um, that uh, was it Jet Sea Meat for GunTube that has. <laughs> When, when that app opens, there's nothing. There's nothing. So that's why I sit on there, you know, and it, I can't find the mute button. There's nothing on there for me. So I, I watched the whole movie just sitting there with not saying anything. <laughs> oh, I got you. So when we're in there watching the movie, we'll just automatically mute you because it's tougher for you to find the mute. Well, yeah, because there, there, it's not labeled anything on that, that thing. So, and after it, it stops, you know, after you stop like the video or whatever, and people start jumping out, then it starts throwing up different things in different areas. But it's just something I have to probably map out because just even on the iPhone, I can label things once I find them. It's just you know, the hassle of trying to find them. <laughs> well, some of that from the tech end of it, if you're using the alt tag text and and just doing tags and like say using headers appropriately, then that's good. H that's good 
SEO. That's just good for robots. So I never thought about definitely. it. Definitely. Definitely helps the readers. I've always thought about that, but I can't say that I've had any experience like with a emulator. So have you, is there anything out there like a community for people that are dealing with site issues that are navigating the web or do you collaborate or oh. so you don't have to map things out each time? Yes, definitely. Starting to talk when I come in here. Um, yeah, there's there's all sorts of things. I mean, I I am actually a, a, an instructor. I teach it. So, um, yeah, there's there's different places. I mean, anybody that that's low vision blind, they usually get the um, the information. Hopefully, I know I didn't when when I started losing my vision. I I had to pretty much search it out myself. There was, even the doctor that did surgeries and stuff like that didn't have any information there wasn't even brochures sitting in the the waiting room or anything about you know that kind of stuff which you know that was just my doctor i guess but um, hopefully there's other places but each state has their own you know commissions for the, the blind and um you know seattle's got like the lighthouse there's there's different organizations that do a, you know everything from just low vision legally blind people that can actually still drive and that kind of thing. And uh, guys with perfect vision like me. <laughs> all right. On. Well, I appreciate the insight and I'll pick your brain at some point um, on making gun channels more user friendly. And that's sweet. <laughs> Anytime. And then uh, I'd like to set up at least one channel over there for, uh, to, to let people know that, you know, we're, we got a community of people that I'm sure would be able to offer resource time and effort to uh, make two-way stuff more accessible. And, uh, I'm, and I've always been an advocate for you know, spreading your, your messages out to different mediums and the blogs and stuff, I got to assume are a lot easier for you to digest than, um, like you say, some of the infographics and stuff are basically pointless for you. Yeah. And captures captures are a pain sometimes, but you know <laughs> that's oh, just you oh. know uh, signing up for gun gun tube. I mentioned that. Um, well, you have to use captures though for our end. Like I didn't have yeah. captures on the twenty four seven gun show for a minute, and I was just getting wailed on until I and there's there's other ways too where you can actually have uh, you know a section like answer a question. And have a field edit field to to put the answer, and you actually type out, you know, T H R E E plus such and such or whatever. So you can make like word problems, or you know, something that, you know, what's the colors of the flag or you know whatever, you know, so that the, it's a, a human answering, because the software that I use is just the same as that robot that's searching out trying to spam you. <laughs> so it, it kind of. Anything that blocks those robots kind of block us, but um, they do the audio as well, which are, some are good, some are kind of off, but. All right, well, we'll put you on the spot again because you get to pick the gun shop of the day. All right, I pick, oh, do well, you need it now? Yeah, no, you're not running the show. You're just oh. going to do all the work. So <laughs> okay. uh, hopefully that was interesting for people, and if it wasn't, then, you know, there's other shows. I think Edge is still going. Um, we got a member of the day today. It's going to be Biker Bob. We haven't seen Bike Bob on in a while, but he texted me earlier and let me know some good news. And I don't know if it's cool. He's out in the chat right now, so he's either going to jump in or uh, say it's okay to tell everybody. But, uh, yeah, got some good news from Bob. That's good to hear. And, um, yeah, 
obviously started this show with me. He came down on his own dime and hung out in the United States for a while. And uh, I think he's uh, a heck of a good guy. He's putting his money's where his mouth is, and fortunately now he's kind of paying a little bit of a price for that. But what are you going to do? Every good deed goes punished, right? Does that saying go? Anyway, that was a pretty good guy. He's the best Canadian I know, except for Ryan Reynolds. There you go. So nobody else has anything to say about Bob, but we're going to keep going anyway. So, <laughs> um, let's see. Let's. I'm going to dig into history while now Patriot can tell us about his contract. I was actually just trying to look it up. Uh, Bullock's Guns in, I guess it's Burton, Michigan, which is just outside of Flint, Michigan. Uh, it's kind of a small shop, but they've been there a long time, and they sell a lot of safes. So you can look up bullocksguns.com or Bullock's Safe, I believe. Um, I was actually going to look it up here so I could get you the... But the really nice, friendly, you know, you go in there and talk. I, I've been working on him. Um, I got some some uh, swag last week from him to uh, send out to you. And they were kind of offish about the pictures, which is understandable. You know, it's a, a really nice small shop, but they've got uh, uh, pistols, rifles. You know, there's no range. It's just just a shop, but they do sell a lot of safes as well. Yeah, it looks like a pretty big shop from the thing here. Man, they got to have wow, thousand guns? Easy. They, they have um, storage as well, I think. It, you know, uh, public storage units or something. Sneak. They have 100 Liberty and security safes and stuff. Pretty cool shop. So you've gone in there and bought stuff? I actually, last weekend, I bought that Taurus G2 Compact. They talked me into it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, li I like the place. They're, they're nice. I mean, I, that was one of the places I called while I was looking for the... Um, the 1911 to tear apart and stuff. And the guy was cool. He just said, come on in. And, you know, I brought him donuts like you, you suggested. And boy, they liked me ever since. Maybe. <laughs> cool. I think that works. Not very many people do it. All right. So uh, I'm going to go do history then. Thanks for doing that. We like to hit a gun shop every day. It's one of the reasons we do the show on a daily basis so we can feature a gun shop every day. Anybody wants to promote a gun shop or feature a shop you like, uh, send us an email, dailygunshow at gmail.com. So I'm looking at the history today, which is what? July 13th, and we got a cool one in here. Um, but now I lost it because I went up to see the damn thing. All right, now I can't find it. Anybody else looking at a history thing today? No. Um, no, usually Cycle does it. He does it better than I do. 1863, the USS Wyoming battled Japanese warlords. That was awesome. What year was that? Oh, I just scrolled that way fast. Um, 
1863. So junks? Like coming out with cannons or something? Yeah, I don't know. Let's see, just after 1995, just six days after the Space Shuttle Atlantis returned, the Space Shuttle Discovery blasted off on a nine-day mission. Pretty fast turnaround, six days. All right, well, there's a lot of stuff, but just kind of scrolled through it there. Got a lot of data tonight for having six people in here. I blame Midnight. Seriously. <laughs> well, there went one. <laughs> so we're going to jump over, speaking of that guy, and uh, played around a little bit today. If I can get this thing to open up. And uh, went into the Gear Websites channel, opened up a live feed, and went out and looked for some pancake pictures. And then Midnight sent us this uh, picture of some pancakes. And is there a way to make this go faster even? Anyway, so you can imagine I did the drawing of it and then uh, turned it into a vector. I'll see if I can't con Angelina into making a sticker out of it. And then went to the, uh, well, we were doing a chat. And we, Smeggy and uh, Woods and I were talking about a thing we're going to be doing on Sunday um, about having our, uh, how to have a good discussion with someone or a useful um, disagreement. Anyway, so uh, we kind of did a lot of back and forth, so I didn't pay attention and I didn't focus my screen on this enough. But I uh, took it into the uh, embroidery software and made that image into a patch. And then at some point, went over to the machine and had sewed out one. So then uh, took all that that footage from the live stream, which must have been a couple hours, and smashed it down into five minutes here. And then I'm gonna, I just, well, trying to post that on um, Untube, but Nine Strikes having some uh, upload issues right now. So uh, whenever that's ready, it'll be up there. And yeah, just kind of a neat project to do on a Friday. And uh, I want to thank everybody on Patreon and the Gear Website Store. Some people have been buying stuff tonight during the show. I was muted, I think, for two of them. But uh, yeah, thanks for giving us the time to do stuff like that. We also played that Bake of Pancake song for like a half an hour in like several languages. It's in a loop, like a never-ending loop? Yeah. Well, there's one that's a never-ending loop that's an hour long, basically. And it's got that one guy from Transformers jumping in and saying that his little like... Remember how one year, one time that guy from Transformers was like... Oh, what the hell is he saying? Let me just go grab the video. What guy from um, Transformers? You'll know as soon as I say as soon as I... Bumblebee. Oh, no, no. Um, one of the people, the kid. Oh, one of the people. Um, the kid from the, suck, the sucky kid from the Transformers. Okay, so here's this one, and then usually I'll find it as a. I'll find it as a suggested video over here. Anyhow, so there, yeah, there's a couple of them that are crazy remakes of this bacon pancakes thing, and uh, we listened to that for like a half an hour. Of course, now I'm not finding any of them. Click on the long version thing underneath the volume. Anyway, so uh, 
don't know if that was fun or not, but it was a, an exercise in doing something a little bit different today. I like the opacity on your syrup. What's that? I like the opacity on your syrup. Right on. Yeah, that was an effort in trying to do something clear. I don't know if I liked it or not. That's good. All right. So seems like uh, pushing a bunch of cats around tonight. So I guess we're going to end it. Um, does anybody tough. have anything after this? Um, I might do something unless Dead Horse is going to do it. Dead Horse had a link and he didn't jump in. So it's in anything. I'll probably do something then. Right up. So it's going to be some sort of a lounge, I guess? Um, yeah, a lounge. <laughs> gun channels after dark lounge. Um, dress code is required. And uh, no glass bottles. Like one of them smoking jackets would be all right? Yes. So all the guys have to be in a smoking jacket and there must be a monocle. Uh, tomorrow, I think Travis is is he back from his vacations, taking his Patreon money on vacation. Anybody know? Are there are other people in this chat tonight. No, I think it's me. So uh, if he's there, he'll be doing his chat on Tuesdays or on Saturday mornings. He's been doing that for a long time now. After that, Rick is Rick alive. Rick went in to get his cyborg implants. Have I heard from him? I emailed him, but I haven't heard back. Well, that's not a good sign. Hopefully, Rick is still alive. And depending on how fast he recovers from his cyborg implants, he'll be doing a show tomorrow. Probably wants to know if a rope. Which the... parts of him are they replacing? A joint or an eye? It was his in innards, right? Ooh. I think it's some kind of innards. Is um, it a joint? Shorey's got one of them, like, Terry Cloth bathrobes that don't quite go all the way down to his waist. He wants to know if he can wear that. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess. There's Bob. He'll wear, not wear a shirt. Bob doesn't do that. That's all right. Bob can do whatever he wants. I wasn't wearing a shirt all day. It's been, like, over 40 degrees Celsius here all day. Oh, yeah, that's that's almost... How many real degrees is that? That's like over a hundred, ain't it? Yeah, it's over. It's over a hundred, and it's humid. Oh. Yeah. Oh, chose to live up there in the wastelands. So I, not good news. I uh, like a hundred miles from Minot, dude. I'm a hundred miles from Minot, North Dakota. So, like, you know. Yeah, you would think it would be cooler. Yeah, it's not. You want to tell everybody your good news? Hmm. I sold my fifth wheel camper. And the greatest part of the news is it's not going to be turned into scrap or anything like that. A family bought it. They got six kids. They're going to park it at a lake. They have a lot at the lake. They can just park their camper year round. They're going to take this old fifth wheel, set it up, do whatever to patch the leaks on the sides because it won't matter if you're not going 80 miles an hour you don't have to worry about the siding flapping off they can just seal them up nail them on and it'll be good right and everything works in the camper really well so it means it doesn't get destroyed it gets to survive and live on and make children happy and i got a thousand bucks for it and i paid 2500 bucks for it three years ago and took it to arizona and back 
two or three times. Very That's good. great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm happy as hell about it. How you yeah. doing with the engine swap in your other one? Oh, it, the engine's done. Now I'm just... I should have took some pictures of all the pulleys because it's got a lot of pulleys and brackets and shit. So uh, I haven't been doing much with them lately because I've had to do, deal with some legal shit with the X and everything. Yeah. And I got messed over <laughs> big time. <clears throat> no, I got, I got just fucked. <laughs> it's like, oh. I guess the, I get to be poor sooner than I thought. <laughs> well, you know what they say, anything with tits or tires will give you trouble. Well, you know what? I'm just thinking to myself, what I should have done is, as soon as I retired, gone to Vegas, gone the coke and the hooker route, and then she wouldn't have been able to get me for anything. Absolutely. The only thing to do is get me a place to... You know, sleep at night and and uh, hang out in the day that had a roof and three meals every day. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not too late for cocaine and hookers, Bob. That's true. Yeah, never too late for that. Well, I'm thinking at my age, heroin would be cool too. You know. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. I don't know if you get the good stuff, you can live. For, look at the look at uh, what's his name? Uh, not Mick Jagger, but the other guy. Ozzy, or you're talking about Keith Richards? Keith Richards, look at him, man. He's been doing heroin since he was 20, and he's now 70. He's made of heroin, I think. Oh, my God. Imagine if aliens kidnapped him, and they just went, oh, fuck, this world's fucked. Well, you know they say there's some kind of thing, and they think that, like, Ozzy and Keith Richards have it, where you have some, like, genetic disposition to basically being, like, OD-resistant. Like, something about your body is, like, you can just handle, like, a shit ton of drugs. Well, I guess it, it's not a lot different than the boxer who can take, you know, a humongous beating that would, like, kill any other man. And he just keeps going, eh? Finishes the fight. Well, I mean, anyway, it's not too late. Get some hookers, get some coke. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Right? Go crazy. I don't know. I can't really afford Coke. I'm like, no. not so much money. I'm just like, yeah. Well, old chicks aren't getting pregnant, so. Potatoes was asking about, you're not driving it down here, but no, Bob had, uh, he bought one that's like a van, a one-ton van with a camper on the back. Yeah, Class C, it's called. You 24 feet. Copied off of Pink. He bought the same kind of camper Pink's got. I actually bought it before Pink, and mine's way older. <laughs> But so Bob's been pulling the engine out of that one, and then you already redid the back pretty much, right? Putting an AC or something in, and it's all good to go. Or no, the AC was good to go. Yeah. No, the AC's fucked in it, right? So I'm going to put a power vent where the AC was, and then put an AC in the bathroom window, which kind of blows right into the middle of the camper, anyways. So I'll have an AC on the back of the camper, like the one you buy at Walmart, do an apartment. Well, that does a camper really well. And oh I can, yeah, a little a little fifty two hundred BTU yeah. toast right up. Yeah, yeah, and it runs off my solar. So why not? Why not put it in the bathroom window instead of the bedroom window? Because the bedroom window would stick out the side of it. All right, bathroom make it window too wide. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't make it too wide, but it'd just make it look stupid and redneck. This way, I can kind of disguise it, and I'll just look goofy. 
well, goofy with an air conditioner. I don't think anybody's going to complain about an air conditioner. Well, an air conditioner that works on off the solar. I mean, I got like four deep cycle boat batteries, basically, and a big inverter and a solar charge controller and the roof of the van's covered in solar panels. So, yeah, I can actually sit in a Walmart parking lot and run my AC. That's a bonus. That must be the life. You know what? It's so cool because, like, Walmart's got everything. Talking yeah. about bonuses, it looks like we passed the uh, funding, so we get 100% yeah. of what it was. So I told uh, whoever, I'm not going to click. I guess I can click on it here. So, David, thanks. You'll get extra. And it looks like you're either from the Kickstarter or from Gun Channels. There are special perks uh, available on Gun Channels and on the previous Kickstarter campaigns. Uh, but uh, you're the one that took us over the limit or over the 100%, so thank you for that. And thanks to, I think it was um, um, 50 Cal who gave us that buck there to make it uh, over officially. So that's cool. So uh, now our goal will be to try to get, you know, get to 1,000 decks so we can print 1,000 decks, and uh, that way we can print them here in the United States. So we've got another week. We'll keep efforting on that. And again, we appreciate everybody who's already participated. Uh, just as an insight, you know, for people that are thinking about creating a project, Night Strike or others, 60 people were able to make something happen to the effect of 2,500 bucks. So this is at a 25, $20 a level, you know, $25 a time. So uh, to kind of put it in perspective, you know, we're not talking um, Hickok numbers to make projects happen. I think it's really neat. I really like the Indiegogo stuff. And thanks to everybody who's made another successful project happen on a platform where when you search for guns, you find actually more anti-gun crap still than pro-gun stuff. So I uh, really do appreciate I've had a couple that didn't fund and, you know, it's no big deal, but it's cool to be able to see a successful one because then it just gets promoted a little bit more in their system. They like to promote the ones that are successful. So we'll keep working on that and uh, drawing the, the cards and laying them out and uh, stay tuned for more. Oh, I guess I was also going to screen share this other thing. Um, we've got the Gun Channels trading cards. So uh, we've got cards in there for 60 of us and one blank. And uh, there's a couple of decks out there. Uh, I think uh, then I just grabbed the one and Ghost grabbed the other. So now the only one available is the eBay auction over here. And it looks like I think that's Pickle has it right now so if anybody wants to grab that one we are trying to raise funds with it so uh angelina has already said that anybody that beat her would uh get some extra stuff and i'll be throwing some extra stuff in there too especially if it's a gun channels person that gets it i'm assuming it will be but again we appreciate everybody who's going to continue to bid on this over the next day or so and uh raise some funds because i'm trying to uh I use these sort of to pay for prototype decks for future stuff so i uh, do appreciate that Uh, anything coming up? Cutting off, Bob. We're just like the olden days. Yeah, I know. Just like the old days, Bob starts to speak. G. Webb's talks over him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Joe, oh, I could be Dano and talk over Bob too. That'd be cool. No, you'd have to get really oh, mad. No, you'd have to. You'd have to oh. drone one more to be Dano. Really honest. Oh. Yeah. Hey, today was the day that they handed down Miranda. Really. Yep, 1966. Oh. 
Now, I remember hearing that in the news up in Canada mm. on the radio because we didn't have well, TV. I thought you were going to say, I remember hearing that often from law enforcement officers. <laughs> oh, once or twice in my wild younger days, but you know. So that damn diesel fuel spill on the road, it'll spin you right out if you're on a bike and trying to make a corner. Uh, I was trying to ask Patriot, you got anything coming up? Any projects? Any new campaigns? I'm actually going to hang out after this goes off air, and I have some things to ask um, Angelina. I'm actually I sp I'm, I'm kind of going into those uh, those wood boxes. I know uh, people on gun channels probably seen the the pictures or whatever, but um, oh, that thing you made? Yeah, I actually I I, I spent uh, two hundred dollars on wood to, the other day, so I'm <laughs> I'm I'm working with the a new nail gun and instead of screws, so that's that's not really two A, but it is because it's a uh, gun. Looks like an old rifle crate. But I'm looking at getting a, a wood burner uh, branding iron with my logo kind of thing on it, you know, made by crazy blind guy, whatever. Um, cool. That's it. That's, that's a really badass idea. <laughs> Did you see the box, Bob, that he made? No, I didn't, actually. It was so cool. I like that, though. And I'll go get it. Yeah. I, I like that old school. You know, and that's the thing is lately I've been just obsessing about boats and wooden boats and <laughs> people building wooden boats and the kind of workmanship that goes into it. And uh, it's just like, oh, I like that, but I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I do woodworking. It's like, yeah, that's good enough. I know how that is. Whenever I put together, like, you know, like furniture you buy and you got to assemble it. I don't do that, but yeah, I understand what you mean. I, I well, shit, when I do it, it comes out horrible. So. You get extra parts? Oh, it's extra parts, not enough parts. I got to take the thing apart again because I fucked it up somewhere. Not oh, and they don't like to come apart. If you got to take them apart, usually they break. So now we're taking a look at the crates that you posted on gun channels. Yeah, do you oh, look bad? <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Handle. Oh, I love rope handles, except they're terrible to haul anything. Just saying. Well, look at the size of it. It's not huge. It looks like a footlocker, but it's not that size. Yes, they're okay. two by twelve or so. That's what I'm making now. Oh. Okay, well, that's a cool size. Just enough for some ammo and a couple knives. Yeah. Hand grenades. Yeah, maybe a SIG. Alright, so maybe, um, uh, midnight. <laughs> Got your mute working over there? Your mic working? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm home now, so I have my, my headphones too. Yeah, it was acting all sorts of wonky. I'm sorry I couldn't be any help at all with the, the show. Um, but, um, I don't have a whole lot to plug. I mean, uh, you know, Sunday nights, 1030 uh, Eastern. And, uh, uh, you know, one of the videos that I just watched that G put out was him on Dead Horses show. 
that was pretty awesome. Um, that was really cool. Uh, it was kind of eye-opening a little bit um, with his uh, view on uh, Freedom Group and uh, Cerebus. Cerebus? Cerebus. I said it wrong, so don't say Cerebus. Something else. It's not, it's not Cerebus? I don't know. Whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's really that's a really cool watch. I mean, it was definitely uh, kind of uh, exciting to listen to. So I recommend you go listen to that. And uh, I want to appreciate uh, all the super-duper swag you got coming my way, man. That's, that's awesome. Um, I'm really excited to get some of that stuff, for sure. Yeah. Right on. So the back of the is the same thing. Back of that. I was just happy to get the. I was just happy to get the cards and a couple other things. You know, I was excited to get them. So all the other shit's like an awesome bonus. Yeah. So the back of that patch has that same rust mod. So you can. So. Yeah. So I'll be passing some of that stuff forward. I'm sure to, to other people. I hope they appreciate it. So thank you. Thanks for the invite. And I'm sorry I got here so late. <laughs> um. How do you say in to tell Patriot he's interested in helping him out however you need with your woodworking ventures? Sounds good. So, hang on, I was going to say something while you're talking about there. I'll think of it when I'm not trying to think of it. Gary, anything coming up? At a weekend? Uh well, other than the family stuff I got going on tomorrow, uh, really not a whole heck of a lot, to tell you the truth. I'm sure I'll be sticking around the shows and checking out what's going on, checking around Gun Channel. Right on. Now I thought of what I was trying to think about when Patriot was talking about that. That video I posted was, um, I forget what day that was. Someday we were in a chat and I just was listening to the guy's say about freedom group so i did a quick uh search around and i grabbed a couple of links that um kind of made some sense to prove to talk about my point i guess and then uh so what i did is i st started a screen capture i let the guys know hey i'm going to record this part and they said all right and then i said um i started a screen capture kind of introduced it said hey i'm in this chat and here's my point and then i put all those like uh tabs over in front of that part of the screen i was capturing and then we had a bit of a back and forth. And then I just said, thanks for watching. And I ended that screen capture. And then we went on We went on with the live show. And I just wanted to describe that because it's a way that a lot of us participate in these live shows. And there's little kernels of interesting shit or, you know, insight or whatever where, you know, we want somebody to maybe expound on that or, or have a conversation. And that's a way to uh, just, you know, keep a mental bookmark of that or prepare like that and do it intentionally. I've done that a couple of times. And... It's a quick way to make a video, especially on something that's like a political thing or just a theoretical point or something or, you know, Second Amendment issue or something. Uh, the brain don't need a lot of visual aid. And uh, then, you know, assuming everybody's, you know, we're all live in a chat anyway. I can't imagine any of us are going to be too upset. You just ask, hey, does anybody care if I take a chunk of this and put it on my channel? And then, uh, again, you can kind of take a kernel and put it over on a different platform or a different place and start a whole other discussion or a whole other conversation on whatever it was that... You know, that point, yeah. Cycle, uh, anything coming up besides the... Oh, are you shooting this weekend? Uh, I'm supposed to. I've uh, got a... Tomorrow morning is the bench rest 22 50-yard uh, rimfire match. So that'll be a lot of fun. 
and basically it's the smallest group but you shoot four groups of five and the person who has the smallest group uh is the winner um typically the winner is like three tenths of an inch two tenths of an inch something like that i i don't at 100 yards if i get under an inch I, i'm doing great so at 50 if i get under a half i feel pretty good with the people that are shooting like this, has anyone used a suppressor? Are you able to? And I would think there's an advantage with a good suppressor, but does anybody bother? Uh, not with 22s. Uh, we do a, we do a bench rest uh, high power match, but I don't believe anybody. Suppressor's kind of tough in Connecticut. You know, a, a lot a lot of the guns that take them are are uh, what do you call it? Are uh, verboten. Oh. I would I would think a suppressor would affect uh, accuracy to at least a small degree, just because of the uh, you know it's exiting the rifled barrel and then it's going through a baffled chamber. You've got to think that that's going to put some kind of uh, I, I guess maybe they compensate for it. But... Well, no, it's actually a good suppressor that has repeatable. Um connection or you know connection to the gun uh will give you a repeatable a, a better zero you'll get a better group because it's a perfect crown that back pressure has a chance to uh distribute and your crown instead of being you know the edge of the barrel is just the end of the suppressor so it, it, everything i've heard is the suppressors give you uh, better uh, accuracy of course assuming you you get a repeatable zero uh, some of the suppressors that just screw on, uh, you'll have a more accurate group, but it'll move around depending on where you tightened it. But the ones that have like a peg or a notch or some sort of a system to give you a repeat zero, uh, they'll change your zero from not having the suppressor on. Like it'll move sometimes, but it'll be tighter. Yeah, and the first shot is different too because you got to charge the suppressor. That's a good point, yeah. So you'd have to pit. Well, of course... We all we all take uh, warm up shots anyway. We all have uh, we all have uh, you know get the gun rolling shots before we uh, start the actual uh, the actual targets, and that's true with every match. We shoot we shoot ciders before we do anything else. I'm just curious, something like that is it? Everyone does the same, so it's consistent, or everybody does whatever they feel like. It's up to you. Everybody does whatever they feel like. You can take as many ciders as you want. And if you're like, say you shoot two of your targets and you, you think your gun is going off, you can go back to your cider and shoot some more. We do have a limit as to how long you can shoot. It's like 20 or 30 minutes or something. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it, uh, we don't, you know, the rules say it's 10 rounds for ciders, but nobody, you know, nobody really pays attention. And a lot of people don't like, like the other day when I was shooting the, uh, the pre-1890 match, I mean, I shot four. And as soon as I got one, you know, pretty close to the bullseye, I said, that's it. I'm tuned in. I'm done. So, uh, it well, didn't I, really. I can imagine nobody wants to win because somebody's sight was loose. You want to win because you're a better shot, right? So. Right. Right. A couple extra shots to make sure they're comfortable with their shots. Yeah, if the gun's getting whacked out or, like you say, the sights are drifting or, you know, uh, they don't shoot real fast. So we typically don't have a lot of trouble with the barrels heating up and because, you know, a gun will string when the barrel heats up a little bit. But uh, generally speaking, it's it's pretty laid back and mellow. 
So the only time that doesn't happen is when we shoot NRA uh, rapid fire. Pickle was asking what software I use to capture the video, the screen or whatever. It's called Free Scan Video Capture, and it's by Top View Soft. So Free Scan, <clears throat> Free Screen Video Capture is the name of the software, and the name of the company is Top Video Soft. So anyway, yeah, I've been using that one for a while. It's free, I think. I've been using it for free. Yeah, I got a I got a free one for mine, and and it was really good software, but I didn't I didn't read the uh, user instructions very well. And when I uh, when I did my first video with it, the video came out screwed up because I didn't realize that you had to tell it not to use the external microphone as the input device. Okay. Sometimes, yeah, they're weird like that. Yeah, so you had you had to tell it use the use the video from the stream, and luckily I was playing it with the with the video. I was playing it over loudspeakers, and I had my microphone on, so it picked it up, but it was kind of faint. Bob, you got anything coming up? You going to be joining any shows? Oh wow, there's two of them. Yeah, now we got two Bobs, but he's not saying anything. So. Yeah, no, no, I think I will be. Um... Shit's kind of come to a head here, and it's just like, well, at this point, I don't give a rat's ass. So, yeah, I might be joining more shows. Um, I have over a thousand subs, by the way. I finally eased up there somehow. I started talking to some ladies that are in the fishing channels, and yeah, kind of boosted me up. But that was, you know. Oh, yeah, they got the power of the Bob when I'm over. Bob resorting to, to wooing the ladies for views. News well, I, I, I'm surprised that he's like shooting a fish on the fishing channel. That's not fair. Well, if you use a bow and arrow, it is. Oh, oh. And I like to shoot them when they jump into the air. So you go to where all those, you know, funny intrusive species are, and you drive your boat along, and the fish jump in the air, and you shoot them with your bow. It's great, man. Yeah, but it sounds like you're fishing for tuna, Bob. No, no. Not tuna. I don't know. They're like, I don't know, some kind of weird carp or something. I wouldn't eat them, but other people do. So, hey. So, if you're driving along in a boat and fish start jumping up like that, hit the deck because that's what Bob's going to start doing. Hey, it's not my fault if you get in my way. I'm I'm looking after the environment. Are there lady fishermen that use the um, uh, bow and arrows, though? No, no, these are mostly ones who use hooks and stuff, which I like to use, too. I mean, there's nothing better than sitting out on a lake and uh, putting a line into the water, cruising along with your super quiet little electric motor. Makes no I've had beavers, you know, swim up next to the boat and swim along next to the boat and shit. It's just great. These, these northern lakes, right? And it's just, oh. The water's like ice cold, and you can drink it right out of the lake. Speaking like, of throwing your dog in the ice cold water, how's that little dog done? Oh, yeah, little dog, yeah. The big giant fur monster. Uh, oh, he's doing great. Right now, he's out chasing coyotes, I think. He's uh, up, got, a little, got a little girlfriend for him now. Oh, I know. I heard you got that little husky female. Oh, he's going to like that because he likes female dogs. Let me uh, text you her name real quick. Oh my god. So well, I don't. So everybody else can go over to Instagrams 
and we're doing a thing. I don't know why can't people can't figure out her name. It's pretty obvious. Little white fluffy dog, it's like a little teddy bear. It's like a wolf, completely white. Pretty easy. Pretty easy to figure out the name. So uh, you have to go to this specific post. Look at this, 153. If I would have known about this, I'm getting a dog every week. Look at these. Look at the numbers I'm bringing in on this dog. So uh, you got to go to this specific post and try to guess. It is a very, very cute dog. And and Charlie, like I say, is going to love her because um, he likes female dogs and especially big like dogs that can stand up to him. This dog is 40 pounds, so it's about half the size of him. And oh, God, dog. he's 160. Oops, those are my secrets. And then she tore into bigger dogs than her, so she's really ready to tear into Charlie if he's weird to her. Oh, no, that's great. That's what, like, because he respects that, eh? He has lots of female dogs tearing into him. That big Italian Mastiff he was in love with, it was, it was, yeah, that was one of those heartbreaking romances that just couldn't happen. Call this dog an Alaskan Husky? An Alaskan Husky? Well, you're calling them Italian. Is that Alaskan? Well, no, they're Italians, right? Because you call them Italians, because... I don't know. That's what my dad used to call them when they were fighting him in World War II. Oh, I was going to see if anybody or if I was starting to be an Italian racist over here. Apparently, I don't want to talk to you about what he used to say about the Japanese. All right. So, no, there's not, there hasn't been very many uh, new ones since I last said no. No one's figured that out. Hmm. Hmm. So, nobody's guessed the name yet? No. It's been like 159 guesses or something. 150 guesses. Pretty wow. obvious. Well, you know, it's obvious if you know you, but yeah. All right. Also, well, with that, um, that was everybody. Everybody, all the males on the panel have been addressed to see if there's anything going on. Oh no, we forgot about taters. Anything coming up? Going on over the weekend. Uh, no, I'm just working tomorrow, and then Sunday I'm going to go hang out with my dad for a little while. Nothing nothing eventful. And then I guess I was informed by Obama that because of the, some kind of federal law, we have to also ask Angelina if she was doing anything this week. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a law now. Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. Before she says anything, I got something more to add, and she's just the woman anyway. Um, I am going to start doing a... a I'm thinking I'm going to start doing a live video chat for about 50 minutes. I'm just going to talk about the campers I've owned up until the one I have now. This is a funny little thing. So just so everybody knows. Okay. Go ahead, Angelina. You can well, go. I got something to add to that. So why don't we hook that up with the van chat, dude? Yeah, we can do, do that. that. And I'll play it on the van chat if it's short. Okay. okay. No, it's going to be short. You can go now, Angelina. Is it okay for me to talk, sir? Yes, 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 it is. Not so loud, though. Yeah. But don't use that tone of voice with us. Yeah, or else I have to go back to my room. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't have much going on this weekend. I got some art to do. I got some designs to make and some patches to make. Um, but yeah, just chilling. I guess I'll be doing something tonight as far as a lounge. Um, this is different from the lobby in that it's more fancy. So 
Leather, leather chairs. Leather chairs that massage you and a champagne room. Oh, I don't like chairs that massage. I really don't like machines touching me. Well, my motorcycle. Us, like things that vibrate, Bob. Anyway, um, there'll be a champagne room dressed to impress. Bring dollar bills because Night Strike's going to dance. I'm going to have to bring my second monocle. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. All right. And hopefully I can con Angelina into getting some stickers from some of these projects we're working on. Do I get to know your dog's name? Gee, I just have to ask, what the hell happened to the show? <laughs> yeah, see what happened? I know. It's Friday, we're tired. Jeez. You lost control, dude. It's like we had the biggest director set project in the world, and for some reason we decided to build a bridge from one side to the other, and we got about 600 episodes in, and the thing collapsed, and now it's just, this is, this is what we got left. Oh. Actually, it's not bad. I kind of like it more. Yeah, this is a different show. So we're going to be doing a lot more with uh, interviews and stuff, playing them, uh, you know, doing those with people and then plugging them in. And I've already started with a couple of those, but they ended up turning into off-air discussions that we wouldn't really want to broadcast. So we'll continue to do those with uh, more on-air type of stuff. And, uh, yeah, thanks for everybody who's willing to stick with us. we got 15 people watching tonight, but more importantly, the people that stick with us in the long term. Because we don't do whatever recipe works. We know what works, and that's boring. So thanks to the people that like whatever we're throwing out in our buffet. Does anybody have a quote? Wait, did we do everything? Did we even do a movie? Why don't we make Patriot? No, you didn't do a movie. Why don't we make Patriot do the movie? Mm -hmm. Empire of the Sun. Uh, Too long. Never heard of it. (laughs) <laughs> what? There's that movie. Man. Yeah. No, is I this, love that movie, man. Is this the, I love the book more. from the other side? Or I think is this the story of Iwo Jima from the Japanese side? No, that's letters to Iwo Jima. Or oh. yeah, that's that's it's different. About the, it's about the kid in the Australian refugee camp. In Japan. No, but yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, he was. Why'd you tell us? I thought he was British. He's a British kid in British, Hong Kong yeah. because oh, the Brits okay. were in charge of that until right. the Japanese invaded or whatever. But he went to a, a POW camp, a couple of them and stuff. But it was kind of him growing up as a little kid in the POW camp and kind of, you know, they had a couple of Americans in there. Uh, Malkovich was the American guy. Um, yeah, he became but they a- had a P-51 Mustang flying through there, which was kind of odd, but. That was pretty cool. No, it was actually at the end of the uh, campaign against Japan. They had lots of P-51s flying in the uh, theater. The the boy, the little boy, was Christian Bale, too. Oh, really? Christian Bale played the kid. Yeah, early on, they they had him seeing zeros and going, oh, like he just loved flight. And then there was a thing with the Japanese commandant's son and the... You know, elastic band airplane. That was a really good movie. The book. Yeah, it, was, it was a good movie. I remember seeing that when I was young, and I, I really very long, yeah. but good soundtrack. It's a good flick. Yeah, it really was. Um, that's a good movie. Good pick. 
and P-51s got 650 caliber machine guns. And there is someone in America who has six tax, whatever you guys have to get to get a machine gun, and he has six live 50s in a, in a live P-51 Mustang. And I've seen this thing, well, in videos and in magazines, like up on the stand, test firing its 50 cals. And this is a bunch of guys, I think, in California. It's the most, well, it can't be California, it must be Arizona. Uh, it's the most badass thing I've ever imagined ever owning. Mm. Sorry, someone mentioned P-51 Mustangs, and I'm a bit obsessed with those airplanes as well as all others. There's a couple oh. revolvers, too, and Arisicas and... Nambus. A Hershey bars. Yeah. How do you smuggle a Hershey bar? Oh, God. You know how. And not melt it? You know exactly how. I know, I no, saw that movie. Mouth, not in your hand. I that, saw that. Not that movie. I saw that movie with uh, Kevin Hart and uh, what's his name? That anti-gun, curly-haired jerk-off. This sounds like chat for the lounge. Yeah, that could be chat for the lounge. And a wrap yeah. for the Daily I think you should. It's getting kind of late. You guys are crazy, man. You go way over time. So I was looking over on GunStreamer while you were talking because I forgot what kind of plane it was. But you know how there's the little bombers? I don't know. It wasn't a 17, so it was a 20-something. But uh, some guy was posted a video on the GunStreamer I had watched, and he was on one of those, um, what do they call the Freedom Rides or Liberty Rides or whatever they call them when they mm -hmm. get a chance to ride one of those old bombers. So he had, you know, he was, uh, it sounded like, I don't know the guy, but it sounded like he was some sort of maybe mechanic an aviation mechanic or something in the military. So he was on this plane and it was supposed to be a half an hour plane or half an hour flight and something happened. They lost hydraulic pressure or something into something. So they had to fly around for two hours to dump gas and uh, try to fix this hydraulic line so they could land and stuff. And he's got like, uh, at the end of the video, his t-shirt is like soaked in fluid. Can you imagine being an old World War II plane? It breaks while you're in it, and there's like six passengers, the two pilots and the crew chief. And from what I could see, because he's just you know had his camera, the the machine guns that are sticking out the side. There's no like glass, no bubble, just the you know the Maduses, mm -hmm. I don't know what are they, 1919 sticking out the side, and the ball gunner thing is the, the turret whatever is just sitting right there. You can totally fall out of it. The bomb bays are just totally open. <laughs> like you could, if you were not paying attention, you just fall out of this airplane. Can't even imagine having it like actually sprayed shit on you and they're up there trying to work on it. Yeah, actually, um, I can add to that. The guy's name is Hornet Fixer, and uh, he has oh, yeah. a video. that is the guy, yeah, yeah, he has a really cool he's got a he's a pro two guy, he has lots of shooting videos and stuff like that. But he actually is a, a mechanic on Hornet uh, jet fighters. Or you know whatever the company that fixes them. So, so you yeah. YouTube or something? He used to be Navy, I think. Oh well, yeah. So you, you're seeing him on YouTube? Oh yeah, yeah. He's, okay, so uh, he's on streamer now. So yeah, cool channel. Yeah, so you've already man. seen him. You've already seen that video I'm talking about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, like 
pretty neat. Uh, one of the, one of the uh, yeah, I can tell you what happened. One of the hydraulic hoses, I think, of the landing gear blew during the flight. And, uh, like, you know, the flight engineer was having a hell of a time. And he went over and said, well, I'm a Navy, you know, F-18 mechanic. And then ended up helping the guy. Pretty cool, actually. Going yeah. on a heritage flight and getting to fix the airplane in the air. It looked like they were just sitting on like a bench seat between the two machine guns at the midsection of the plane. So they're just, he's showing his camera like out past the guns, just into the air. Like they could have fallen out of that hole, you know, that big ass hole in front of the rear fins and shit. Well, that's why they make them sign waivers that say if you fall out that big ass hole, we're yeah. not responsible. And you but still pay thousands of dollars to do it. I don't think it's thousands, it's hundreds, I think, but I would definitely, that would be, that would add so much to it to be able to fly around in something like that where the oh. region. Oh. You know, I had a friend of mine one time and we had a big air show and a second cousin of his or something was flying a B-25 um, Warbird that had the 75 millimeter cannon in it. And they said, do you want to, like, because you're our cousin, do you, do you want to go for a flight? And he was like, I guess so. And he's telling me later how, like, oh, it was horrible. It was noisy. It was it was scary. You really didn't want to do it. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell's wrong with you? I would I would have, yeah. Oh, I can't understand that, man. I think it was a J model, if I remember right. And it was made for attacking, shipping. It had a 75 millimeter freaking cannon in the nose, and then still about six or eight fifty. Ugh, it was B twenty five Mitchell. All right, wait, that that's a whole different chat now. So we gotta go. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I I get a little funny about airplanes. Really? You got a quote, Bob? Not a chance. What? Not a chance. All right, you know, I'll give you... No, i give you my standard one. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. What? What? In the last moments of a Friday show? What is this? Oh, no. Wow. Nobody knows who this is anymore, probably. <laughs> Windbreaker. No, you just answered. All right, well, so what that sound means, I guess we don't have anybody here to say any of that stuff. What that sound means is that it's time for a tactical pop quiz. So, crack, what is it? Crack your knuckles and whip out those keyboards. It's time for a tactical pop quiz. Thank you. Yep. So, here we go. Uh, it's an easy one for anybody that has recollection. What is the. Oh, wait, hold on. What is the, and I have to go, now it's probably going to give me a uh, commercial. Now, what is the song that we started the show out with today? We're mostly watching the Gun Channel side, but we'll take an answer from the YouTube side. What song did we start the show out with today? And it was not General, General Kalashnikov, and it was not the number 42. Nobody on the YouTube side is even listening. Think of the lag. Think of the horrible 
horrible lag they have over there because they're on a bloated, dying platform. Ugh, nothing. Let's we'll let it run out this one. Nobody cares. We'll just let it run out. Not even one answer on YouTube. I don't even know what a tactical pop quiz is. Shaft. <laughs> Almost over. Oh, it's over. 20 seconds. DK? No. NXS? No. In honor of our co host from that region, I said no more. From that region of the world, we started the show out with. Anybody? Anybody? It was not bacon pancakes. Is that if it makes you happy? Yep. What was that? Yeah. Yeah. If it makes you happy, that song? Yeah. Oh. I didn't hear the beginning of the I didn't hear the beginning of the show. I missed it. A lot of you don't realize, but a lot of times I would open up the chat maybe a couple minutes early and then I would send the links out. You know, we'd always gather right before the show. A lot of us like to get a massage or our hair done or something, you know, make sure we're fresh for the show. And we'd come back and Bob would be in there singing Cheryl Crow songs. I was gonna say it's Cheryl Crow, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, so so now, Damn Bob, it, Robert. Real? do you have an actual quote or anything on that? No, nothing. That's quite good. Anybody? No, I do, I do, I do, I do. I was just doing something. Um, this one's going to be my personal hero, um, Winston Churchill. And it's kind of, I like it right now. Success consists of going from failure to failure without a loss, loss, no loss of enthusiasm. And think about that, right? Because everybody fails. If you've never failed in your life, that means daddy's been paying people to say you succeed, or you're a modern child who's got a medal for, you know, participating. Anyway. Um, Loss is part of life. And I think that's what Winston was saying there. So that's going to be the quote of the day. And boy, that went along winded. All right. Finished up, G, if you want to. God save the Guns and Gals of GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thanks for watching GunWebsites.com. Nalishniki, Robin, Nalishniki, Yorebekon, Totin, Bendo, Nalishniki, Nalishniki, Robin, Bekonim, Nalishniki.